Let God transform your life as you listen to this inspiring sermon by Reverend Richard C. Whitcomb. On June 28, 1914, an event occurred in Bosnia that changed history. What happened set off a chain of events that affects us in the world up until today. On that fateful day, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, the heir of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, was visiting Sarajevo in Bosnia. He and his wife, Sophie, were riding in an open car, waving and greeting people who stood by the road. But along the way, the driver took a wrong turn down the wrong road. Before the driver was able to get back to the right road, a young man named Gavrilo Princip stepped out of the crowd and fired two shots. The first killed the archduke, and the second killed his wife. But the wrong turn onto the wrong road caused more than just the deaths of Franz and Sophie. The Austrian Empire was enraged at the murder of their archduke. Austria declared war on Bosnia. Germany and Italy joined Austria, while Russia came to the defense of Bosnia. Britain and France sided with Russia, and within months, World War I had begun. Over the next five years, 70 million soldiers fought in battles all across Europe. More than 16 million people were killed in the fighting. Empires were destroyed, families were devastated, and national boundaries were erased. In fact, one of the results of World War I was upheaval to national borders in the Middle East. The map was redrawn, and somehow the nation of Iraq ended up with millions of Sunni Muslims living in the same country with Shiite Muslims. The hostility between these two Islamic groups led to numerous wars and eventually gave birth to terrorist groups like ISIS. And the world we live in today is much more dangerous, all because of World War I. So, a driver took a wrong turn onto the wrong road. Because of that, the Archduke was killed. Because of that, World War I began. Because of that, 16 million people died, empires collapsed, and the map of Iraq was changed. That resulted in Sunnis and Shiites living side by side, which led to more war, which led to terrorism, which resulted in a more dangerous world. And that means that every time you fly on an airplane, you have to pass through rigorous security checks. Our world, our lives have been changed forever, all because a driver took a wrong turn onto the wrong road. Now, I'll admit, most of the time when we make a wrong turn and enter the wrong road, it doesn't result in a world war. But the fact is this, a wrong road will never lead you to the right destination. That's true in geography, and it's true in life. And while the consequences of a wrong turn don't always result in war, nevertheless, it can have a devastating impact on you personally and your future. For you see, the fact is this. The road leads where the road leads. The road you're on now leads you to your future, and you can't have a successful future if you travel on the wrong road. If you want a better future... You need a better road, for the road you travel determines the destination you reach. That's why it's actually possible to predict your future. You can't predict every situation that will happen to you. You can't predict every bump in the road and every turn and bend, but you can predict your final destination based on the road you're on. That's the rule of the road. 
And that's what we're going to discover today. But before we do, let's pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, we thank you for bringing us together in your holy presence to learn your word. Now teach us, we pray. We don't know everything we need to know, but you have all wisdom, so we ask you to impart wisdom to us. We submit to you now. We bind every voice of the enemy that would come to deceive or disturb or distract us. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I loose the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of truth to enlighten our hearts and minds and give us the grace to get on the right road. We thank you by faith that at the end of today, your name will be glorified and our lives will be transformed. We ask this in Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. I invite you to take a moment, join your faith with mine right now. Put your hand on your chest and pray after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, speak to my heart. Change my life. Manifest your glory in me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Truth for Today. It's awesome to have you join me, and I know that you're not watching by accident. God brought us together for a purpose, and he will fulfill that purpose in your life as you open your heart to him. See, I'm convinced that the purpose of God for your life is to give you a better life. I'm convinced that God wants to give every one of us an abundant life and an eternal life with him. That's why God wants you to know the rule of the road. God knows that if you're going to reach the destination of abundant and eternal life, you have to be on the road that will take you there. That's why today we're beginning a new sermon series titled, How to Predict Your Future. We're going to discover the truths from God's word that will unlock your future and help you learn how to change it before it's too late. Now, to help us discover the truth for today, I've prepared sermon notes. They're free every weekend for all my sermons. Plus, every sermon note comes with a daily devotional that helps you put the truth into practice every day of the week. You'll find your notes on my Facebook page, my YouTube channel, and on my website. You can download the sermon notes and have them handy whenever you watch this broadcast. So go ahead and take out your notes and follow along with me as we learn the three rules of the road. There at the top of your notes, you'll find our scripture text for today. It's in Proverbs 4, 25 to 27. I'm going to ask everyone to read it out loud together with me. It's on the screen ahead of you. It's on your notes, but I believe the word of God has the most impact when it's on our lips and in our hearts. So let's read it today like we mean it. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to your hearts today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. I love the wisdom of Proverbs. Look at how simple and how clear God makes the truth in these verses. Reaching the right destination all comes down to one simple truth. You've got to stay on the right path. Your success in arriving at your destination is not determined by luck or by a prophetic word or by good fortune or by favor. It comes down to one important truth. The road you take will determine your destination. In fact, that's our first rule of the road today. Your direction determines your destination. Listen again to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. 
See, friends, here's the first vital truth you need to pack up and take home with you today. The road leads where the road leads. Just say that after me. The road leads where the road leads. In other words, you will end up at a destination based on the road you travel on. If you want to end up at a certain geographical destination, you have to get on the road that will take you there. If you want to go to another city in your nation, you have to get on the road that takes you to that city. And just as a geographical road leads to a set geographical location, so also the path you are on now in every area of your life leads to a set predetermined location. There are predictable results from predictable roads emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Follow the road of poor diet and you'll end up with poor health. It's not a secret or a mystery. Follow the road of unforgiveness and you'll end up bitter and angry. The Bible makes it clear. There are certain paths you can follow that have predictable outcomes. Over and over, the Bible relates roads to destinations. The Bible relates choices to outcomes and paths that lead to predetermined ends. For example, Proverbs 4.18 tells us, The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter to the full light of day. When you follow the road of righteousness, there is a guaranteed outcome. Your road leads to ever-increasing brightness, glory, success, joy, life, and peace. It will continue to increase in this life till you reach the full light of God's glorious presence. The direction of righteousness has a predictable destination. And the Bible doesn't just give us general promises for our future. God gives us specific examples too. For example, in Joshua 1.8, God says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So, Keep God's word in your mouth and in your heart and in your mind and you will be prosperous and successful. Specific directions lead to specific destinations. This works for both good deeds and good roads and bad deeds and bad roads. Just as good directions lead to good destinations, so also bad directions lead to bad destinations. That's why Galatians 6, 7, and 8 says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. No matter who you are or what you do, your destination is determined by your direction. You may think that the road you're on is good. You may be convinced that your direction in life will get you where you want to go. But the only thing that determines your destination is the road you take. That's why Proverbs 14, 12 says, There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. In other words, there's a road that looks good but it leads to death. If you follow your own way and what seems good to you, you will end up at the destination of death. For the road leads where the road leads and your first step leads to your last step. That's the lesson we can learn from the tragic story of James Cooper and James Cusaris, 
from the United Kingdom. James and James were on holiday in Sarasota, Florida, USA. One night, they went out to party with family and friends and ended up getting drunk. In their drunken condition, they took the wrong road and got lost. They ended up in a dangerous part of the city that was full of criminals. And before James and James could escape, the two men were shot and killed. James Cooper and James Cusaris didn't intend to take the wrong road and end up shot and killed. They didn't want to take the wrong road and end up shot and killed. But the fact is your first step leads to your last step. And the road leads where the road leads. The problem for most of us is that we often ignore this truth. We think we'll end up at the destination we desire regardless of the road we follow. But here's the fact you need to understand today. Direction, not intention, determines your destination. Good intentions don't determine where you will end up. Talent and education and desire don't determine where you will end up. All the planning and preparation and purpose don't change your destination. The only thing that determines your destination is the road you're on today. You will arrive at the destination the road you're on takes you and no place else. That's why Psalm 25, 4 says, Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Listen, the psalmist doesn't pray for an opportunity. He doesn't pray for open doors. He prays for the right road because no matter who you are, the road leads where the road leads. I learned this lesson personally many years ago. When the new mall opened up here in Accra, Ghana, where I live, I decided to pay a visit. So one evening, I got in my car and drove the short distance from my home in East Legon to the Accra Mall. I'd never been there before, and the road was just newly opened. So when I got to the mall, I didn't know where to go. I was looking for the entrance into the car park, but I missed the entrance and drove straight ahead. I drove straight ahead and mistakenly went down the road that led me directly onto the Tema motorway. Hey! Before I knew what had happened, I was on my way to Tema. I did not intend to go to Tema. I did not want to go to Tema. I did not plan on going to Tema. In fact, I was very unhappy that I was headed towards Tema. No offense, if you're from Tema, God bless Tema. Amen. But even though I didn't want to go there, or intend to go there, or plan to go there, I was going to Tema because my destination was determined by one thing and one thing alone. I was on the road to Tema. And that's where I would arrive. And so it is for all of us in life. We will arrive at a destination based only on the road we choose. And listen carefully, friends. This truth applies to everyone equally. No one is exempted from the rule of the road. The road leads where the road leads, and everyone who chooses that road will end up at the same destination. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter if you're tall or short. It doesn't matter if you're handsome like me or not that good looking. The road doesn't give a different destination to nice people than to wicked people. The road leads where the road leads. And if you choose that road, you'll end up where that road ends up. Millions of people have arrived at destinations they never intended to arrive at. 
visit the prisons and see thousands of men who never planned on landing in prison. None of them said when they were growing up, my goal in life is to land in prison. But that's where they ended up because that's where the road they traveled on took them. Visit the prostitutes and you'll see women who never planned on selling their bodies for money. None of them said when they were little girls, I want to be a whore when I grow up. But that's where they ended up because that's where the road they went on ended up. Visit those overcome by alcoholism and drug addiction and you'll find the same truth. Visit those who are bankrupt and it's the same story again. No one who is bankrupt today planned to be there. No one who is an addict or alcoholic today planned to end up there. Yet the road they chose led to that very destination. Think about the Tema motorway again. Where does it end? At Tema. If I want to go to America and I get on the Temer motorway, will I succeed? No. Why? Because the Tema motorway doesn't end up in America. You may move fast or slow, but you'll never get to America by driving on the Tema motorway because that road doesn't take you there. You may move in a taxi or an Uber, a motorbike or a bicycle. You may use Leggedy Benz or drive a Mercedes Benz. You may run like Usain Bolt or crawl like a baby, but there is no way you will arrive at America by traveling on the Tema motorway. That road doesn't take you there. And anyone, regardless of race, creed, color, or sex, will end up in the same place if they choose the same road. It doesn't dead end in one place for one kind of person and somewhere else for another kind. The road is no respecter of persons. You can have all the prophecies in the world. It makes no difference. Everybody gets the same treatment. And that's true of every highway, every freeway, every road, every path. It leads where it leads, regardless of who's on it. And friend, if you can get a hold of this truth this year, you would change your life. See, the problem with so many people in the church today is that we ignore the rule of the road. And the rule of the road is a rule. It's a law. You can't break it. It would rather break you. It works on you whether you approve of it, accept it, or understand it. Knowing about the law doesn't change it, but it can help you to use it to your advantage. So, is there any hope? Is there any chance for change? If my direction determines my destination, then what determines my direction? Well, that brings us to our second rule of the road. Decisions determine direction. Listen again to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. In other words, you have to make the decisions that keep you on the right road. Stay on the safe path. For you see, when you understand the rule of the road, you'll soon realize that it's the daily decisions you make that put you on the road to your destination. The Bible itself tells us this truth in Romans 6.16. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. See, friends, here's the vital truth you need to pack up and take home with you today. Your choices don't create events on your calendar. Your choices create the road you follow. 
Just say after me, my choices are not events. My choices are a path. In other words, your daily choices are not individual decisions that are unrelated to one another. Instead, your daily decisions construct the road you're on. And that road leads to your destination, whether planned or unplanned. We can see this clearly from the story found in Proverbs chapter 7. In this passage, the wisest man in the whole world, King Solomon, illustrates for us the truths we're learning today. He tells a story that proves that direction determines destination and that your decision determines your direction. Proverbs chapter 7, verses 7 to 27, let me read for you. At the window of my house, I looked down through the lattice. I saw among the simple, I noticed among the young men, a youth who had no sense. So here we have Solomon standing at a window, and he's looking down the road at a young man. He sees the young man and knows what's going to happen to him. Solomon sees the outcome. Then the Bible continues with these words about this young man. He was going down the street near her corner. So he was on a road, on a path, walking along in the direction. Everybody say direction. Walking along in the direction of her house at twilight as the day was fading, as the dark of night set in. Now, you don't have to be a Bible scholar to anticipate where this story is going. You may not have read this passage before, but you can figure it out. Here's this young man walking towards a woman's house. And the young man is thinking, this is the greatest night of my life. But meanwhile, up in the window, Solomon is thinking, this is the worst night of your life. There's a great contrast. The kid thinks, this is so hot. I'm so amazing. I am the man. I'm going to powder. And the old man in the window thinks, you're going to die. Why the two different views? Because the young man sees this as an event, but the old man sees this as a road. And every road has a destination. The old man knows that this is not a one-night stand. It's a road that leads to a destination. The Bible continues. Then out came a woman to meet him, dressed like a prostitute and with crafty intent. She's unruly and defiant. Her feet never stay at home. Now in the street, now in the squares, at every corner she lurks. She took hold of him and kissed him. And with a brazen face, she said, today I fulfilled my vows and I have food from my fellowship offering at home. So I came out to meet you. I looked for you and I have found you. And the young man is thinking, I am so special. I am the man. I'm like a rock star. I'm like a football star. I'm like the coolest dude in my city. She came out looking for me, baby. The woman continues. I've covered my bed with colored linens from Egypt. I've perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let's drink deeply of love till morning. Let's enjoy ourselves with love. And this young man is like, wow, this is like a music video. I'm like a movie star walking into a nightclub. All eyes are on me. I am a superstar. And the woman says, my husband is not at home. 
home? And the young man goes, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> He's gone on a long journey. He took his purse filled with money and will not be home till full moon. I mean, you can stay a while, the woman says. There's no hurry. You can move in. And with persuasive words, she led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. And verse 22 says, all at once, he followed her like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer stepping into a noose till an arrow pierces his liver, like a bird darting into a snare, little knowing it will cost him his life. The young man is thinking, I'm not going to the slaughter. I'm going to a party. You've got it all wrong. This is just a date. It's a one-night stand. It's an event. But your decisions are never one-time events. Your decisions are a road. The young man was focused on what he was doing, but the old man focused on where he was heading. The young man was focused on the immediate, but the old man was focused on the ultimate. The boy was focused on the action in the here and now, but the old man was focused on tomorrow and the destination where he was going. King Solomon then pulls out of the story and uses it to address us today. Now then, my sons, he says, listen to me. Pay attention to what I say. Tell your neighbor, pay attention. Do not let your heart turn to her ways or stray into her paths. Many are the victims she has brought down. Solomon is telling you today, you are not unique. This is common. This is a path. It's predictable. You're part of a crowd. For he goes on to say, her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is a highway to the grave, leading down to the chambers of death. It's a road. It's a highway. It's not an event. You're on a road, and that road has a destination. And I can tell you right now, if you're on the road of sexual immorality, I can tell you where you'll end up. Maybe you're there watching today. You say, well, Reverend, you're so judgmental. You're cursing me. Friend, I'm not being judgmental, and I'm not cursing you. I'm simply telling you the truth. The road leads where the road leads. Every road has a destination, and the road you're on will lead you to hell. It's a crowded highway. Think about your own life for a moment. What destination do you hope to arrive at this year? What destination do you hope to arrive at at the end of your life? The sad thing is most of us can name our desired destination. It might be happy family, it might be wealth, yet we take a road that leads us in a completely opposite direction. We claim to want one thing, but we act in ways that guarantee we won't get what we want. For example, many people say, I want to have a healthy and happy marriage. But then those same people work all the time and neglect their families. That road doesn't take you where you want to go. Many men say, I want to be respected by my children. But then these same men turn around and cheat on their children's mother and sleep with a lot of other women. That road doesn't take you where you want to go. You may say, well, I want to be financially secure but then you spend money like there's no tomorrow and you take on more debt than you can repay. That road doesn't take you where you want to go. I want to find a godly husband, a young lady says, so I'll date any man who comes along. That road doesn't take you 
where you want to go. I want to be promoted at work, so I'll criticize my boss, listen to all the office gossip, and do half-hearted work. That road doesn't take you where you want to go. I want to grow in my faith, so I'll skip church whenever I'm tired and only pray when I'm in trouble. That road doesn't take you where you want to go. I want my kids to be strong Christians, so I'll drop them off at church with the nanny and go home and get drunk. That road doesn't take you where you want to go. And when things fall apart and we end up at a destination that is undesirable, we come running to the pastor and ask him why God has failed us. Don't blame God because you took the wrong road. You know what your problem is? You're looking for solutions instead of looking for the right road. You've got to understand the difference between a solution and a road. I'm convinced that most people don't have problems that need to be solved. They have roads that need to be changed. For example, a young lady meets a married man. She thinks he's the answer to her desire to get married. So she starts having an affair with him. He tells her, I will leave my wife for you. And she believes him. She may even pray and ask others to pray with her, but months turn to years and nothing changes. The man keeps promising her and their affair drags on, but he never leaves his wife. So finally, in desperation, the young lady comes to the church and says, I have a problem that needs to be solved. Sister, you don't have a problem that needs to be solved. You're on the wrong road. You need to change direction. What you're doing is wrong. You're breaking up a home. What God is joined together, let no desperate single woman put asunder. Sister, don't you know, if he will leave his wife for you, he will leave you for someone else. Your problem is not your problem. The problem is the road you're on. That's why Proverbs 10.9 tells us, people with integrity have firm footing, but those who follow crooked paths will slip and fall. So what's the solution? If direction determines destination and decisions determine direction, then here's the solution to make sure you arrive at the right destination. Destination must dictate my decisions. Listen again to the final verse from our scripture text in Proverbs 4.27. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. So here's what you need to remember today. To get to the right destination, you have to make destination-based decisions. Ask yourself, where do I want to end up? Don't ask, what do I feel like today? If the road you're on doesn't lead to the destination you want, you have to get off that road and get on the right road. If you say, well, I like this road. I'm just going to believe the best. The road is nice and the scenery is good. I'm sure in the end it will all work out and get me where I want to go. You are deceived. No matter how good the road or how beautiful the scenery, the road leads where the road leads. If you like the road but you don't like the destination, you need to give up the nice road and get on the right road. For sometimes the road that leads to the right destination is not as smooth as the road that leads to the wrong destination. That's why Jesus taught us in Matthew 7, 13, and 14, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. It's a beautiful road, the road to hell, 
But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. So you cannot judge the destination of the road by the beauty of the road. Good roads can lead to bad places, and rough roads can lead to good places. Don't choose your road today based on how it looks or how comfortable it makes you feel. Don't make decisions based on how it stirs your emotions or satisfies your flesh. Choose your road based on one thing alone, the destination. You have to make destination-based decisions. That's the powerful truth we can learn from the true story of a woman named Marie-Jean-Pierre. Marie-Jean-Pierre is a very devoted Christian who worked for many years at the Conrad Hotel in Miami, USA. Marie didn't have a very fancy position at the hotel. In fact, she was a dishwasher in the kitchen at the hotel restaurant. But what Marie did have was a strong faith and commitment to Jesus Christ. That's why for 10 years, Marie refused to ever work on Sundays. I love God, Marie says. I can't work on Sunday because on Sunday I go to church and honor God. At first, the Conrad Hotel allowed Marie to follow her faith and go to church every Sunday. But then in 2015, the hotel management started to persecute her. They insisted she must work on Sundays. And when Marie refused, they made plans to sack her. Marie had a choice. She could take the easy road and start working on Sundays, or she could take the hard road and follow Jesus. She could keep her job or keep her faith, but she couldn't keep both. So Marie did what any serious Christian would do. She refused to work on Sundays, and the Conrad Hotel sacked her. It seemed like a terrible fate, and a lot of people might have mocked Marie for such a choice. But you cannot judge the destination of the road by the beauty of the road or by the comfort of the road. And Marie based her decision on the destination, not the journey. She lost her job, but she took the Conrad Hotel to court. And in 2019, the court sided with Marie and awarded her 21 million U.S. dollars for wrongful dismissal and religious discrimination. The road was hard, but the destination was worth the battle. So today, you need to ask yourself, what is the destination of my decisions? If I make this decision, what is the outcome, not just today, but in the future? In other words, if you make this same decision every day and continue making this decision, where will you end up? Because the road leads where the road leads, and your first step leads to your last step. It may feel good to get revenge today, but that road leads to bitterness and sorrow. It may feel good to fornicate today, but that road leads to heartbreak and hell. It may feel good to cheat your boss today, but that road leads to destruction. And wisdom evaluates every decision by the destination, not by its immediate demands. My flesh may demand attention, but I will make my decision based on the destination, not the demand. My friends may demand that I follow this trend or fit in with this group. What, what's the destination? I must evaluate every decision based on the destination, not the demand. You may say, well, let me just try it for a while. I can change course later, but the longer you're on the wrong road, 
the further it takes you from your destination. The longer you follow the wrong road, the longer it takes you to come back. That's the lesson we can learn from the true story of a man named Jody Tarbutton. Jody set off one day to drive the few miles from his home to the local supermarket. But somehow, Jody made a wrong turn and got onto the wrong road. And in spite of being on the wrong road, Jody just kept driving. In fact, Jody Tarbutton drove nearly 900 miles from his hometown in Pennsylvania, USA, to the faraway state of Alabama. He started out on Saturday and did not stop driving till Monday. And finally, after three days and 900 miles, Jody Tarbutton finally stopped and asked for help. And Jody learned what we all need to learn today. The longer you follow the wrong road, the further you get from the right destination and the harder it is to get back. Fortunately, in the end, Jody got back home. He asked for help, and he got it. Someone called his daughter, and they arranged for him to get back home to Pennsylvania. It took a while, and it wasn't easy. But when he got off the wrong road and got onto the right road, eventually, Jody got back home. And that's the good news for all of us today. No matter where you've gone wrong or how far you've strayed, you can get back home, too. If you're on the wrong road, you can turn around. It's called repentance. You can call on Jesus and he will come to get you. You can make the choice today to begin to obey the rule of the road. That's the decision God gives to all of us. Listen to his words in Deuteronomy 30, 15 to 19. Now listen, today I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day, to love the Lord your God and to keep his commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply and the Lord your God will bless you. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. Today, I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Oh, that you would choose life so that you might live. God sets before each of us a decision. One road leads to life. The other road leads to death. Choose life. Take the right road. For the fact is you win or lose by the path you choose. Direction determines destination. Decisions determine direction. Therefore, destination must dictate my decisions. For when you choose God's path, you will reach God's destination. That's his promise to you. And that's how to predict your future. Let me pray for you. Almighty and everlasting Father, I pray for everyone who's on the wrong road right now. For everyone who's going down the path of destruction. For everyone that's made choices that lead to death, I ask you to grip them and convict them today. Open our eyes to see the fact that no matter who we are, no matter what's been prophesied over us, if we make the wrong choices, we will end up in the wrong destination. Help us today to see every wrong road we're on that we might repent and turn back to you. Holy Spirit, come and fill us. Give us the grace to obey you Help us to put our feet on the right road that will lead us 
to the right destination. Let us make destination-based decisions according to your word and your will that we might determine our destination and predict our future in you. We thank you by faith in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. The hope of God bless you for listening to this message. Reverend Richard C. Whitcomb is the senior pastor of Agape House, New Testament Church in East Lagon. If you are ever in Accra, we would like you to worship with us on Saturday night at 6 p.m. or on Sunday at 7.30, 9.30 or 11.30 a.m. You will have an awesome experience. Jesus.